This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, this is Jamie Mason, and you're listening to Tobin's Night. James, it's been a while since we had John. The last time we had John, I, I looked it up. It was like February 2021, I believe. I gotcha. think that's yeah. It. yeah. And then I was looking at it and I said, like, that's the first time we actually used StreamYard. And you had like you, Emily, Amy, and John. I think it's, it's that's John. Right. Yeah. From yeah, Paper Johnny, Jackets. That's right. Yeah. And look how far we've gone. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I know it's, it's crazy, man. Like uh, in all that time, even though it's not been that many, it's not been that long in the grand scheme of things, it, a lot has changed. Some things are good. Some things not so much COVID I think too really affected a lot of things, but people are tired of hearing about that. So yeah. we, we can stick away from that topic, but uh, ultimately I'm just excited to be out there making new music and getting things put back together in this sort of new mindset in this new framework that we've been doing it in. The project is just my, it's just like my stage name, which is Jamie G Mason or Jamie, Jamie Mason. I've got a couple songs out right now. It's nothing really like really super interesting or special, but this new record that's coming out and this new single, they're going to put it on DC 101, which is really awesome. Mike Jones has been super, super kind. And the people over at iHeart have been awesome. They got a new program for up and coming like acts called New It Two, which is where they, they kind of like, you know, feature new artists on the station. So I'm like really excited about that. It's just been a really cool journey. It's just lately things have been a little tough, but, but you know, like I think a lot of that is like when you you know you go through these little these little like hurdles in life. It kind of it, like I gotta be honest. I think things were a little too easy in the like past life, and in this new life, it's really kind of kicked me you know, kick me into gear. So I'm really excited about just the whole new journey. So what do you mean by it's been like easy in the past life? Like, are you, is it more or less like you're finding like, now again, I, I don't want to put well, words in your mouth, but as, as someone like in podcasting and trying to compare it to music, like I'm looking at when you were with, so I don't know if this is still a thing, but if you were still with paper jackets, fake Stacy's, it's like you have a group, but this feels more like you're out on your own and you're kind of like, okay, it's, uh, it's me. Like I make or break this. That's exactly right. So yeah. like back then, you know, there was more of a budget, a label behind it, people like rallying behind you. And since then, you know, there's been, you know, all kinds of trials, tribulations and like, and not to sound too cliche, but you know, like there's not, so, there's not so much of that support. It's, it's like you said, just now, like it's, it's kind of been on, on me to do that. And it's been very difficult in that sense, but I'm not, you know, I ain't scared. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like unhappy about it. It's just been a little bit harder than, than in the past. Making the records has been a little harder too. Like out in Virginia, just like, you know, out in Canada, like in certain parts of like rural Canada, it's harder to find producers. It's harder to find musicians. After COVID, I moved back to my hometown, 
where I got my ass kind of handed to me. Like, I mean, I handed my ass to myself, I should say, <laughs> you know, different, a whole different ballgame. So like, I'm not like, I'm not bitching about it. It's just, it's just definitely a different scenario completely. But with all that, I think we've kind of like uncovered a lot of cool things as well. I understand where you're coming from. Cause like, again, I'm from Newfoundland, Canada, right? So right. I feel like, you know, if I'm in a Toronto, like I'll, I'll put in like Canada terms in the U S terms, but if I'm in like Toronto or maybe Vancouver, I know I have more options of like media because that's our two megas. But then someone in Toronto is probably like, yeah, that's good. But if I was in LA or New York and I'm like, I gotcha, but I'm from Newfoundland. So step one to me is Toronto and then work your way to New York or LA. But it all depends on what you're in. Cause if you ask a country music act, I guess, and again, that's a changing shift too, but it's like, ah, we're going to put you in New York. They're like, I want to go to Nashville. I'm just still like, yeah, me. I'm a whole different like, story if I was like, in Nashville. I want to go to New York. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, like, yeah. Or even, yeah, New York, Nashville, any of those like sort of gold mine, like music towns, you know, there's a lot more kind of popping off and like it just becomes, there are more obstacles. And I guess you could say that there's like golden opportunities in disguise, but it's just been very, it's just been a little bit different. And I'm, I'm grateful for everything that's happened, like all across the board. Like there's nothing I'm, I would take back about it. Like I fell in love with a, a woman out here that kind of like changed my perspective on a lot of things. And I think it's about perspective. It's not just like the, the experiences kind of lead you to where you need to go. When I was in LA, things were cushy. I didn't even realize it because I was there so long. I just kind of like was in that whole circuit. Just like you were saying, like, you know, when you're in those bigger cities, it's easy to find folks to play with. It's easy to get to gigs. It's easy to to get things moving. So it's just been a little bit it's just it's just been a little bit more challenging in that regard. But I'm really excited about like what the future holds. And I think this record's gonna really be cool. A lot of it is is kind of starting out again and you know, breaking your teeth. And I'm just excited to kind of see how that moves me in in a, in a new direction so so the one thing i want to do like before we kind of get into like certain aspects of say an album or songs that i i've listened to it's like i find there are certain people when i turn on a radio and like it's not like oh it's like one in five there's like i know there's a lot of musicians out there when you hear them you're like okay that's definitely this person i pick up the tune on that one but it makes it very distinguished and then that way you know them but like i find from like I, I think I have the fake Stacy song, which was like another kid in America. And sometimes right. I will ta- I will taunt that in my own voice because I have a niece and nephew, and then right. they'll come over and be like, "Man, like you're just like another ref to us," or like you're just like because I ref ball hockey, and I'm like, "I'm just another ref in Canada." And right, they're right. Like, they're like, "Who are you singing?" I'm just like, "Don't worry about it." It's like this is between me and inner me because I think it's funny. And then they're exactly. like, you're a loser. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I find myself poking fun of myself. I'm, I'm sort of like a parody of myself in that sense. I'm a walking clown a lot of times and wearing clown shoes. And like, I don't mind, I don't know, like self-deprecating in that way. I, yeah. In fact, I'm like probably the most cringy person on the planet. And I don't <laughs> care about that. In fact, I think it's, I think it's kind of amusing, at least to me anyway. No, no. I, I say it as a compliment. Don't take it the wrong way. I, cause I, listen, I grew up in Canada where we have some 41 simple plan and like you go on TikTok now and they're like, sorry, I can't be per. And I'm just like, that was me when I was younger. And now there's a generation out there that does that for TikTok. So I'm right. just like, that can be you, but this is the fake Stacy song is my kind of perfect. Where I'm just still like, there's another kid out here, man. 
and yeah and yeah man totally funny, funny. <laughs> yeah. and the funny thing is dude the fake stacy's project is definitely still like live and well and like I'm, yeah i'll have to i'll have to get back on when we put out that record as well this is just the thing i'm doing you know yeah it's like, just along, it's something that you're interested in yeah well just it's just it's just like what i have control over at the moment right like yeah you know like i can do the jamie mason stuff because i am jamie mason you know what i mean like that <laughs> yeah. fakes you know what i mean like the fake stacy stuff in all this other paper jacket stuff it's like it's a whole people don't realize this man that's a whole thing dude that's like that's yeah. not it's it's bigger than 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 myself like in a lot of ways i i'm not in control i mean i try to be but you know you got yeah. a label telling you what to do you got other band members saying what they what they want to do you've got managers you got whatever and I think what's kind of cool about this is that like you're the like, be all end all. Yeah. And yeah. those people, those people are cool. And that's what it takes eventually, I think, to, to really make make this business like make essentially when you sign up for a band, you're starting a small business. Right. And everybody yeah. in the business falls in line and wherever you fall in, you realize at some point that you really don't have control, whatever you want to call it. Like you don't really have a say like, I mean, to a certain point, your voice is heard. But it's not. I think a good example for me, like from what you're going off of, is like I I look at it from when I was a kid listening to Blink One Eight Two. Now they're a band, but like at that point I liked their music. But then like to see them expand over time, where like now when they release music, the same like with Ed Sheeran, it's no longer like now they could still have a good friendship or partnership with a with a record or a label group. For the most part, I'm looking at Tom DeLonge post stuff from his own like studio down in his basement. Or Ed Sheeran saying, like, I'm going to my own studio and I've got my own acts now. And I'm just still like, I feel like a record or label group is probably like, oh, God. It's like, now they're going to start making and signing other acts. I'm just like, yeah, but that's kind of what they came here to do is like they want to be in control of their own music, and their own content. Ultimately, I think that's what everybody wants artistic say or control like control i hate to use the word control because i'm not i'm not i'm like i don't consider myself a controlling person i think other people might might disagree but (laughs) dude i'm just a guy i'm just a guy like with with a guitar you know a box of strings like i'm just out i'm trying to make something cool i'll talk a little bit about the um so this song is called um hunger pain okay yeah and recorded it here in gainesville virginia not to be confused with gainesville florida which a lot of people uh it's more recognizable uh, uh, city in the United States, Gainesville, uh, Virginia, uh, with Austin Bellow, and he is uh, formerly, or I guess he's still technically in the bass player of and a huge creator of the band called Forever the Sickest Kids. And okay, yeah, I've heard of them. I've heard of yeah, them. and yeah. they've done quite a lot. They had they had their time, and they're still I, honestly like I look up to those guys like hard, man. When I was like when I was going through this the, the ranks or whatever, and you know like, I'm like an emo pop punk kid like at heart. So they were they were out there just shredding that whole thing, and and they kind of did it at a time where that was really cool and, and happening, and you know. I find myself doing that after the fact and people look at me like, what are you doing? Like what you, what do you just come out of a time machine? Like from 2010 or something, you know? Yeah. And then to those people, I say, you know, yeah. suck, <laughs> suck on, yeah. you know, on this okay. one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but you know, that's okay. You can have whatever thoughts you want. And I don't think you should ever like, you know, sacrifice what you, what, what you know, what you like or whatever, but ultimately, so we were down there making the song songs basically about when i got out of rehab 
I was with this woman, you know, the next day I picked her up from jail, you know, I had, I had, a, a probably like a few lovely hours before she started taking drugs again. And I was back in the same fucking bullshit and I'm not blaming her. I, I, I started taking them too. And just the songs basically about just like watching your life crumble in front of you, no matter what you try to do to get away from this fucking bullshit, it just comes back to haunt you. And, I, and that's a big part of addiction is part of a big part of what happens when you get into this whole business of like giving yourself away for just a short little bit of relief. And this is what the songs about. And it talks about how we all have like a hunger pain, maybe a little bit of something missing from our regular lives that keeps us like super happy, a hole that we're trying to fill. And I think that people are going to really identify with the song. Like I said, the mix and the budget behind it isn't paper jackets. It isn't funded project, but it's but it's dope. And I think you heard the song, so I think you can speak to that on that. I was going to say, so like, I'm not trying to take away from the new one either. Like I listened to the, the new one and I really like it. And I like, I was kind of go off the point earlier where it's like when you have distinguished voices. So like, I know your voice when it comes out of song and then right. it's like, so when I hear yours and I was just like, okay, I like it. Cause you are, you already like the act. So therefore you kind of give it more of a chance. Like if it's a new artist and you've never heard them, you're kind of like, you better fucking come out with something that I like. And then you're like, okay, I like it. Let's see what you come out next. But a voice that you like, like I will listen to Ed Sheeran's albums and sometimes it's like not the greatest song that I like, but I'm like, it's Ed Sheeran. I give him more of a, like a little bit of a bias. So right. now that I know your voice. I'm just like, all right, let's listen to it. And like, I'm even that like listens to 30 seconds and it's either like make or break, but with your voice, I'm just like, all right, let's keep, keep going. And I'm like, okay, I, I fucking don't understand this line, James, but I'm going to keep going. And then it's just right, like, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, now I get it. Follow a little like, bit further and see. Yeah, yeah, but like I find so I like that one. But I heard, and I, again, I'm like slow on Instagram because I'm at my own world. But when I heard "Baby Please" too, I was just like, man, I like this one too. This is good too. Yeah, see, "Baby like, Please" yeah. is probably like the best song that I've ever been a part. Like, two of them are good. It's just that again, everyone has a preference. It's just to me, like I'm kind of a poppy guy. But like, baby, please, I feel like I can go on a cruise in a car and I'm listening to it. And I'm just like, damn straight, baby, please. But then it's damn like, straight, when baby, I listen please, to for the, sure. When, when I listen, and maybe I we should to be like, talking about that. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that. I'm honestly glad you brought that up, Tevin, because that, dude, that, and that's, and that's, that's, that's the kind of same sort of like trajectory that I've been going off of. Like, I put that song out because it, it, it is my best song, I think, for sure. And also, I thought, given the fact that it was afforded such a low budget and whatever, that maybe it wasn't going to be so important to put anything behind. I, I pitched it to DC 101. I pitched it to, I pitched it to people and they kind of were just like, yeah, that doesn't fit on our radio station. Yeah. And oftentimes the best songs don't fit on anything, you know, but that's cool. And then, so, you know, you get kind of caught. I think it's cooler business. not to be on a radio station. If, if you I don't think you're right. Yeah. It is yeah. cooler not to be on a radio station. Yeah. To be honest, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply with you i think the real truth and the real the real muscle and the real heart behind this act is songs like baby please 
and I'm glad you brought that up, man. Like that's a huge, hugely important song to me. You know, I wish that I could, uh, I wish I, oh, man, we're just starting here out. So we're going to build it up yeah. a lot. Maybe it'll come back around. Maybe we'll re-record it. Who knows? And, and make a bigger deal out of it. But I'm really glad you brought that up. Well, see, the thing is about radio and like, I know sometimes up here in Canada, like we have country music acts that like, you'll hear them on the radio and like, that's a really good song. But then when you actually interview them, they'll be like, did you know that on my album, that wasn't the one that I wanted to release? It's like the record label right. or something. That. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They're like, cause they wouldn't play this song because it referenced this. And I'm just like, that's weird. But when I go back into like my, I guess I call it my iTunes library on my phone, like I don't remember hearing Jeremy Zucker on a radio station here in Newfoundland. I just scrolled across Instagram one day and heard the song Honest. And I think he has another one with like Tate McRae, which is Canadian. And I was like, man, Jeremy Zucker. I like Jeremy Zucker. Then I go across and then sometimes on Instagram, there's like ones out there now like Beach Crimes. And they're like a little bit more dance poppy, but I'm just like, I like that. But I don't expect me to like fall into a Newfoundland radio and be like, hey, do you guys the latest Beach Crimes? They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Of course you don't. Yeah. Oftentimes, it's not It's not always what their first choice is. And I think people are looking for a certain kind of thing to like fill a spot. Yeah. And it has to do with way more politics. Like, I don't want to say politics, but it has to do with way more than the actual like integrity of the song and lyrics. It has to do with like, can we play this? Can, is Who's going to, you know, how quickly are they going to, you know, skip the next song or whatever? So, yeah, I don't know. I think that I think the real the real listeners out there will decide what, what they like and what's best. I'm glad you brought that up. I truly, um, I truly like that, that she came across that and, and, and found it to be something, you know, I just uh, like, worth, like worth I, I, I like that. Like there are like, again, it's no offense to like whichever path you want to take. Like I know there are people that are like, we'll make a song and then it becomes like TikTok famous. So then I know it through TikTok and I'm like, great, cool. Like I'll download it because I like the full song, not just the 30 second clip that you play. But then there's like the ones like Adele, that's like, you can do that for that generation. I'm going to make music for people who want to actually listen to the whole album. And I like that yours is like, I like that for me anyway. Now I could be like someone else could say, no, you're wrong. But I like, especially at this point in my life, when I listen to like anything that you kind of put out, it might take me like three or four months before I'm in that stage. But then when I'm in that stage, I'm just still like, yeah, I can totally relate to this song. And I'm glad that it's a full song and not some f- fucking 30 second thing I see on TikTok where like some exactly 13 year old kid is like, yeah, no, I totally relate to this. I'm like, You're hey, things have become so pain. far removed. <laughs> things have become so far removed and displaced like from like what's real that it, it, it's everything now is like a synchronized dance on TikTok and like a bunch of people shooting confetti yes. out of their ass. Yeah. You know, I, I don't really get it. I, I'm not, I'm of the generation. And, I, and then this kind of ages me by saying words like that. Like I'm of the generation, but yeah. like, I, I don't know, man. And I, I don't know how long that's going to last. Like, honestly, I think those kids are going to feel really foolish one day about their choices and, and their taste. Hey, you know, that leads to the next thing of like, maybe that's part of their growth, you know, is, is realizing yeah. like that was some, uh, you know, I well, don't we know. Grew up with, I, I, I'm of the generation that I grew up with like MSN and I guess the beginnings of YouTube, but I'm kind yeah. of glad, yeah. I'm kind of glad that like, I don't really have a track record on either. Like now I have a podcast obviously, but I mean like I have a track record of me flipping out of video games. Cause if I did, oh boy, those videos, I'm glad are on VHS. <laughs> they do and what's funny about dude what's funny about vhs and like now what, what like what hd like our 4k 
it's almost like too revealing, like too many pixels. Have yeah. you ever watched Harry Potter? Like, cause I, when it came out, it was on a VHS or it was at least on a D like, it was like, it was, dude, it was if you watch, that watch. Shit, if you watch yeah. any of those movies now, like repurposed to like a, like a 4k or like something super, super high definition, it almost looks awkward that there's so much definition in it that it, it it's almost, it, it takes away from like the mystery of it or like you can see their you can like see into their skin almost yes. and it's like gross well it's funny that you mentioned that because like if you, if you watch like a classic sports channel like so if we have like espn up here and you go back and they're like uh nba finals from 2003 i'm like oh that's got to be one where like kobe or something's in right so i'll go watch it and of course they they bring the screen like this because they don't have full you know hd and right. i'm still like i'm like damn like this is like a slow playing game and it's kind of pixelated. And then someone's just like, look how good Kobe is shooting tonight. And I'm just like, I, I right. guess. Like, I can't, I, I, is that him? Like, I can see a 24. I guess that's 24. And then when you go to high def, it's like, I can literally see the sweat dripping off Dwight Howard. I don't need to see the sweat dripping off Dwight Howard, please. Right. Back up, no, please. It's, distract <laughs> it's distracting. And people don't, yeah. even, I think most people don't even realize it because they're like, I think most people that are absorbing content are just kind of passers by. They're not yeah. actually like understanding, but there's something like, like subconsciously, like something's wrong here, you know? Yeah. Like it's like, that's how I, I feel about. I don't know. I don't. That's but how I feel whatever. about a lot of TikToks and Instagram posts where it's like you have, and I know we're in a different kind of generation where people like want the likes, the views, and then you know what? That's going to turn into years of like later where people are going to be like, wasn't always about the likes and the views. Like it's that not about the. It's yeah. not about yeah. that. And yeah. And nowadays, and nowadays, it's become so. I mean, I I have so many like little like turns of phrase, and I gotta be careful what I say on here because you know, <laughs> I don't. I just don't want to be. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go down for saying the wrong thing, yeah, but go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> it kind of for me, Instagram is kind of like Vegas. If we all have herpes, no one has herpes. Yeah, And what I mean by that is like, if we all have a million plus likes on something, it really means nothing. It's become, it's become so minimalized by this oversaturation of people just wanting to be liked. And it's like, like seekers, instead of being actually liking what they're behind. So yeah. I feel as if I, I just feel like it's, it, it's now it's become sort of like a contest where no one is winning and everybody's just kind of like, well, a good, just, a good, a good summary of that is the amount of times that I've come across, like, uh, I guess an Instagram, I guess it's a reel or a TikTok, and they talk about, like, um, oh yeah, like this is how we used to have a ringtone in the '90s, and then it's like everybody that be living it up, and I'm just like, I've seen this clip five times by five different people, but it's just the same kind of like they take the phone, they wait up for the jaw rule, like. I guess melody or whatever. They up, and, then, yeah. and then like, and then they'll like say like, yeah, I'm not here right now. Leave a message after that. I'm just still like, you did it. This other content creator did it. And this guy did it. And then there's other ones that they have prank videos where they just put buckets on someone's head and then run off. And I'm just like, you're all idiots because like people will eventually see this stuff. And like, I know that I get, I get that they're young. Like, but the thing is, is we were young and stupid, but we didn't have the recorder. Like they right. basically have it. Like there's one guy that's nobody. Up they, no, nobody. Yeah. Nobody has like any record of that, right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko, and I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. 
4Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Just to kind of like talk a little bit about this record, it's called We Are All Diseased. That's the main record that's going to be coming out. Okay. This is a single off of it. We're making a video. It, again, the the single is Hunger Pain. There's a couple other singles off of it, and maybe we could, you know, chat a little bit more about that once we put those into uh, into motion. But yeah, man, I'm really I'm just kind of like stoked to get back in this business and like kind of with fresh eyes and a clear clear air. Um, it felt like for a while, especially during COVID, and I. I feel so sad that COVID seems to be uh, like has, has seemed to define it's I feel like COVID's everybody's like excuse for why their business failed, you know, but in, in, in all actuality, it, it was it, it was a real thing that happened and and people's lives were totally changed. And I and I get that. But I really am just excited to like reset, regroup, put this record out, get back out on the road and make something really, really cool happen with it. Ultimately, I am excited for this new project and like getting getting back on and, you know, and then like it, it also gave us a way to kind of like, you know, a lot of record companies dropped artists. And I almost feel like like looking back at this through new eyes, I'm like, fuck record labels, dude. You know what I mean? And, and fuck and fuck people taking like 20 percent. Fuck, you know, fuck people like asking me for money for this. All of that, I look back at it, even the Trump administration, there was so much fucking money in the economy. Yeah. And now we got, and now we're at this point, we're at this point now where it's like, it's like there's, we're in a pretty bad economy here in the United States. There's not a lot, there's not a lot of money. There's a lot of people suffering. I mean, there's a lot of rich people doing okay, but yeah. band, bandmates, people that are in this business aren't typically falling into that category unless, you know, unless you're like on the other side of all of that. So for me, I'm just been fortunate enough to see this through a new lens and I'm very excited to get to kind of get moving as that goes um, forward, you know, and we'll see how we'll see how that materializes. So you're saying it's a bad time for me to ask you for twenty dollars. Yeah, it's it's a bad time for you to ask me for $20. I, it, it's a great time to find like a dollar on the street. You know, yeah. you might get excited about that. We do this with every act to close it out. A game of random questions. Okay, let's, let's do it. All right. So the first one they have. Uh, now, these are like random as like, they're totally odd. Some of them are funny. And I think this one's going to be really funny to start off with. But what sport would be the funnest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Oh, there's so many that I a think mandatory are... amount of alcohol to. Yeah. What sport? I go with UFC, just to see. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. 
Come uh, over yeah, here. I'm gonna have fun. Yeah, it could be cool, you. but I feel like that. Yeah, no, no, no. That would probably be interesting, like for sure. It's like the most deadliest sport with the most deadliest, uh, it, you know. But that's uh, what I mean. It's like then it becomes another level of okay. Now we gave you so much beer each. Which one can hold the beer down? Kind of. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one, man. What? And 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 and. So I feel like in answering that question, I have to I have to wonder like why it would be why it would be funny to add alcohol to any sport. And I'm trying to think like how it could be funny to add because most sports require like coordination, you know, and like there you uh, go, yeah, yeah, like. I, I think like scuba diving. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, like, I, that's, I like that would yeah, suck. But like, what yeah. are the, uh, you know, like, <laughs> or like, it, I don't know, like, uh, anyway, I guess let's do the next question. You're right. I think you're right with UFC. I like these questions, Tobin. This is probably my favorite part of this whole thing. Yes. So far. All right. Besides you being awesome and cool. If you could be in any movie, what would it be? If I could be any in any movie, like 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 a genre of movie or no, like, like an any, actual like movie, any movie, like any. If you want to go with genre, you can, but I mean like film, like any movie. Oh, okay. Oh man, I'd like to be Sharon Stone in the movie <laughs> Casino, but as a man. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That you know sense. when she's like flipping out on the front yard? Yeah. That's <laughs> probably one of my all-time favorite scenes, apart from like. Yeah, well, no, I don't know. Or Joe Dirt. I'd like to be in Joe Dirt as Joe Dirt. Okay. Or Kid Rock in that funny scene. No, no. Joe Dirt, when he's like putting the lotion on, he's like, geez, man. Yeah. I, (laughs) for for me, if I had to be like an actor or something in a specific movie, when I grew up, I was like, oh, I want to be in Mr. Deeds because it's my favorite one. Mr. Bean? No, Mr. Deeds. Oh, Mr. Deeds. Mr. Yeah. Deeds. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's my favorite movie. But when I grow, like, as I grow, like, grown up somewhat, I was like, man, if you, if someone was giving me a role in a movie, I want to be in one of the Coen Brothers movies. Probably, probably, um, that one about bowling where there's like nothing is fucked here, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what that movie? What's that movie called? Uh, the Big Lebowski. I would want to be in the Big Lebowski. Okay. Yeah, that's. I could see that. I could Nobody see that fucks with the Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be in super bad because I think they had like, even though it's a movie, I think they just had a fun time filming that. Yeah. It's an an idea that I'm just like, you don't have to cast me as Jonah Hill, but I can be Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. You want to be Michael Sarah. I can be Michael Sarah in that movie. The nerdy, like kind of like smart guy, but like, or like this is the end. This is the end. Yeah. Yeah. I I could, I I would be, I'm trying to think like, I think if I really had, if I really, really, really wanted to be, you can tell the sun's gone down completely. Oh, yeah, now. it's starting to get dark. Isn't that yeah. kind of funny how we started out and it was up? Dude, I, I would want to be, probably want to be in one of those crazy Marvel movies just so I could do some cool fucked up shit. That's, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's fair. Like I don't know, a Superman movie or fly around and like shoot laser beams out of my eyes or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, if I could shoot laser beams out of my eyes, I'd be concerned for everyone around me. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to James Mason for coming on to the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. 
For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob Sang. Thank you for listening and good night. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.